Welcome back to the Mail Run. Great to have your company today. We're racing on fives at Tarapa and at Whanganui today, but we're thinking that Tarapa is going to be a four by the time they actually kick off. And there's a chance it could be an upgrade down at Whanganui too for their Cup Day meeting. Our owners segment, courtesy of NZTR, has a person who not only is an owner of many racehorses in the country, but the owner of a couple of farms, including a name we're hearing a lot more of these days, Elston Park. Lib Patanga joins us on the line today. G'day, Lib. Nice of you to join us, mate. Thanks, Mick. No, look forward to it. Mate, Elston Park, um, this wasn't a thing a couple of years ago, and you bought a property uh, in Matamata, and you've ex- expanded even more your racing business. Uh, tell us about Elston Park now. How many horses are there, and, and what's the idea? Is it a place where you want to prepare horses and get them ready for the sales? Is it a place you want your horses to live? What's the business model for this, not new, but relatively new business? Yeah, well, it kind of started with, um, I used to be a shareholder with Graham and Helen Gaybacks and Blanford, so um, that worked really well for six or seven years, but gradually... Um, you know, you race a few fillies and you keep them and all of a sudden you've got a broodmare band and, and um, Blandford was getting too small really for Graham's horses and, and my own. So it kind of, you know, preparation meets opportunity. Um, Kevin Hickman was selling um, Valachi Downs and, um, you know, right place, right time, worked in with what I was trying to do and Elvis and Park was born with that and... Um, you know, these days, well, we've had it for about 18 months now, and really the first year um, is about doing a bunch of improvements. So we've put a new fold area, um, uh, developed that, developed some new um, areas for the for the yearlings, a new parade ring. So it's um, it's been good. But but you know, today we've probably got about um, 40 of our own mares, and then 20 which I might own a little bit of, or their friends, um, or former clients of the farm so it's a reasonable sized operation now and um, you know we sold our first um, first um, yearling draft was at Karaka last year and that went pretty well so we've got a few more this year and no doubt a few more again the year after as we um, as the numbers come through from the from the broodmere band we have. You've been very successful um, in, in racing horses and obviously buying horses with people like Bruce Perry helping you out. What's it like selling a horse? Because all that work um, and investment goes into something which is over in about 90 seconds or two minutes and you don't really have a lot of control over what happens. So for a successful guy like yourself, what's it like when you take these horses to Karaka? I can tell you breeding is a lot harder than racing because, you know, racing you buy what you want um, and you take your chances, whereas breeding, I'd say it's probably best summed up by have high standards and low expectations because (laughs) you're exactly um, right there. You know, you spend that, you know, you breed, you spend two and a half years from the time you decide um, what you want to breed to get into the yearling sales for a couple of minutes in the ring, so... You know, we've got some great staff. We've got a nice broodmare band, but you still don't, you know, control the foals you get or what you can do with them, and then what you get in the ring. So, look, I I, I love it because it's, you know, there's always always that unknown element, and I um I enjoy that. And when you sell one for a good price, you know, you, you get a sense of achievement. But ultimately, um, we're not doing a good job unless they perform on the racetrack. So, you know, the proof is still in 
still to come over the next few years as, as the Ellsman Park brand hits the racetrack and they, and they start performing. Uh, one of the new races on the calendar is the Ellsden Park Aotearoa Classic. Um, tell us about how you got involved in that and, and were you part of that naming process for the Aotearoa part? I, I think it's really cool. I think it's really great to have um, our nation's Māori name um, in a horse race and I'm, I'm surprised it's never sort of happened before but were you part of that whole process? Um, not not that part of it. I think that was um, the Auckland Racing Club and, and Entain that probably came up with that but... Um, what happened is when we bought um, Balachi, they had sponsored the Royal Stakes. So we kept that sponsorship up, uh, sponsorship up last year and it became the Olsden Park Royal Stakes. And then um, for the year ahead, obviously with the death of Sir Patrick Hogan, they decided they wanted to um, change the name of that race. Um, and really there's, there's no point Olsden Park um, sponsoring a race um, like that when we're trying to build our own brand name. So the opportunity came up to sponsor the four-year-old race. So we, we leaped at it. It's going to be a, a great event. There'll obviously be a lot of coverage into Australia. So when you're trying to um, build a brand name, it was an ideal, ideal opportunity for us. So we took it and um, hopefully that um, evening is at um, Ellerslie and it's a, the, the start of a, a great relationship in terms of that um, race and the profile of it. Lib, obviously you're a guy who, who has... Uh outside business interest, your core income isn't racing. Why did you get into racing? What, what do you love about it um, to do what's, what for many people would be a full-time job, your level of involvement? So what makes you want to do that? Um, well, I probably started with punting, to be honest, Mick. I mean, I was, my dad was a weekend warrior. You know, he used to wander off to Trentham and or go to the TAB, and I'd um, go with him. So, for, you know, I developed an interest and racing from that, and then um, in the early 2000s, Paul Moroney bought us, myself and a couple of mates, a horse, and that ended up, we paid 20000 for it, and that was um, clean sweep, and um, she won the 2000 guineas, and then we sold her for a lot of money, and you know, you, you're hooked after that, the thrill of a group one race winning it, and um, you know, then you become a racing tragic, and then gradually over time, it's, you know, it's become a, a larger and larger involvement. But, I mean, in terms of the farm, look, I've, I've got some amazing um, people on the farm. They're all very experienced, led, led by Kerry Cox, obviously with it, Waikato for, for a long time. So, you know, you're, you're only as good as the people around you. And, um, you know, I, I don't, um, you know, I'm not full-time so in the business, so you need people who are better than you around you to, to run that business. And um, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have them in place, I just got to hold on to them. Like you, but to a far lesser degree, I like to go to the sales and, and try try my hand. Um, but I, I like, know what I like when a horse is breeding, and I know what I like in their head and their body, but I can't work the legs, and I can't really work out if a horse is turned in or offset or all that sort of stuff. What about you? When you look at a horse, that being horrible, do you know what you're looking at? Because I sort of half know what I'm looking at, but I sort of half don't, if I'm honest with myself. What about you, when you look at horses, those technical things, do you understand those, or is that Bruce's job and Kerry's job? Yeah, no, that's definitely their job. I'll, you know, Bruce and Kerry will sit there and tell me, oh, you know, that, that knee's rotated one and a half out of five. It's like, yeah, well, why not two, <laughs> why not one? It's like, um, I, no, I, I mean, I, you know, 
my eye, I, maybe I could sort down the, you know, go, go through the catalogue and sort out the top half. I'm kidding myself if I think I could do better than that and um, they're the experts. I mean, I, I'll probably tell what I like in terms of a, a, a balanced horse and, um, you know, something that looks athletic and with a good walk. But in terms of the finer detail, I have no clue. Yep. Well, and I don't pretend to, you know, I'm, I, I don't live it every day and you need to be in that business every day to develop that skill. Uh, well, one of the great strengths is knowing what you don't know. <laughs> Clearly, you and I have some yeah. idea of what we don't know. What about the horses you're taking, or Elsdon Park are taking to Karaka for the yearling sales? The catalogue is coming out this week. It's a it's a large tomei, as I would say. Um, how many are you taking there, and have you got something special there? Um, we've got seventeen, so um, I think about I think fifteen of them. I, I you know of mine or my ownership or part ownership. Um, probably the thing I'm you know, excited about at the moment is the way Alabama Express is going. Um, I raced him as part of a syndicate and then I kept 10% of him when he went to stud. So you know, I probably made a, a, an error in not sending enough mares, but we've got a really nice Alabama Express colt out of a mare. Um, I raced Santa Caterina, so he's a really nice colt. Um, and I think he's the only Alabama Express on the sale. So... Um, Hopefully we'll be producing a few more in the years ahead and he, and he continues on the way he's going. But it's a really good draft. We've been, you know, we probably kept seven or eight at home. They're either, you know, not the right size. Uh, not Well, they're not up to K1 quality um, and for one reason or another. And, and we are, you know, focusing on selling it at K1 level. You have a lot of horses racing and you have a lot of good horses racing, but we don't often see you at the races. Are you someone who just enjoys watching at home? Are you someone who doesn't enjoy the hustle and bustle of race day? What's what's your way of enjoying a race day? Um, look, for the most part, I'd, well, as, um, I'd probably go a little bit more now than I used to, but um, in the earlier days we had five children, so Saturdays seem to be... Um, a, a chauffeur surface um, going around the various um, activities. They're a bit older now, so look, I, I will definitely turn up to a group one day if I um, have the opportunity. You know, there's, there's nothing better than having a runner in those big races. But I mean, in terms of, um, you won't see me probably turn up to a mid midweek meeting. I'd rather just watch it, um, and um, obviously have you know might have other things on or business on at the same time. So it's probably what I tend to do these days. What do you have racing today, Lib? Um, I've got a share in a couple at um, Tirapa. There's a, a maiden Nakaya going round, and I've also got another thing, Lama Squeecher, in the same race, who, who probably needs more more ground. And then um, there's a filly with um, Steve and Alamore in the um, fillies race at Wanganui. Um, she's, you know, that's a bit of a throw up the stumps with her. And then I've got a. Um, Four-year-old gelding um, Andalus who's running at um, Rose Hill and the, the listed, listed race over there. So hopefully he'll be there or thereabouts. I think I know the answer to this next question, but there's only one way to find out. Of all the horses you've had racing in your now very famous colours, who's your favourite horse? Um, well, I'd have to be Lucia Valentina. Okay, I got it right. That's good. That's that. Well, well done, Luke. Yep. I got it right. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, you know, she was named after my daughter and then she goes out and wins three Group 1s and um, obviously it was a great day as well when her and Sophia Rosa won the two Group 1s at, at Randwick during the championship. So, you know, that was a that was a once-in-a-lifetime event. I don't think I'll be winning two Group 1s on the same day again. So Look, that, that, was, um, that, puts a lot of pre- that puts a lot of pressure on your other kids. When you name one after <laughs> Lucia Valentina and it wins three Group 1s, um, I, I take it Sophia Rosa's named after... One of your kids, obviously, I presume. Um, have you named? Uh, no, no, no. That was named after my great niece. Oh, enough. okay. Um, so I, do I you have name... tried various variations of um, my other boys' names, but no joy. Most of them haven't made it. No, they haven't made it to the track. They've just been damn slow. Oh, that's terrible. What if I put the the poor guilt on the boys for not not living up to Lucia Valentina? Hey, um, obviously this this Caracas Million meeting is looming large in everybody's mind, and you said you do like to go to the good meetings. I, I presume you'll be there. Um, it'd be a hell of a thing to be part of. I mean, you've got a million dollar race, the Elston Park Aotearoa Classic. Have you sort of found Lib that? You've sort of been wanting Alizé to come back. I think I think everybody I know has been sort of waiting for it to resume. It it, it feels like it's our our closest thing to an Australian big carnival. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's going to be um, a great track, great facilities. They do a great job getting um, you know the younger people on on course as well, which is you know that's what makes it glamorous, right? Um, it makes it exciting when you've got younger people. Um, you know, entertained by it and, and enjoying the experience. So I think it'll be a great event and, you know, it's perfect timing around Caracas. So, no, I'll, I'll be up there for the week, definitely. Mate, we're looking forward to um, to this new race, the Elston Park Aotearoa Classic. Also 17 in the catalogue for you. Hey, Lib, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. It's um, fascinating to always hear why people get involved in racing. And, yep, I can I can feel your experience there with the old man going to the tab. I could say I, I tagged along for a few of those myself, Lib. Good on you. Hey, thanks, Mick. Appreciate it. Always good to talk to uh, to good people who love their racing. Lipatangia is one of those, and he's got Elsden Park, of course. Um, the formerly the Kevin Hickton owned property out of Maramata, and they have the sponsorship of the Elsden Park Aotearoa Classic, which we're pretty darn sure, pretty darn sure, is going to be at Ellerslie on January the twenty seventh. By the way, Ellerslie, the jump outs on Monday. If you want to go along, you can. It's open, no charge. You can go along and watch the horses have a spin around. Just, yeah, if you're look, look, looking at horses and you live in Auckland Central, Allersley's jump out start at 10.30, 10.30 on Monday morning. Hey, getting some text in about this, uh, the best performance or your favourite performance of 2023. Kevin says sharp and smart, winning the Herbie Dyke. Well, I can understand that. Here's a good one. Uh, Greg says Penny Wecker, winning Oaks on both sides of the Tasman. That was something special, wasn't it? Had a bit of love for West Coast who won the Grand National and the Waikato Steeples, and of course, Legato. So Legato and the Aussie Guineas, seems a long time ago now, but man, wasn't it something, that March performance, the Group 1 level at Flemington, and a fair bit of love also for Imperatures from different peeps around the country. Also one for Artorias beating Imperatures. Well, there you go. There's one from Kieran who said that she liked Artorias beating Imperatures. Get your text into double eight double three, your favourite racing performance of 2023. And Joe and I, or maybe just Joe, is going to select the performance that resonates with us. And you'll get Aidan Rodley's wonderful New Zealand Racing Annual sent to you for free. Double eight double three, your best performance of 2023, your favourite performance. Uh, and why? 
and Joe and I will choose that and you'll get a copy of the racing annual courtesy of Aidan Rodley. We'll take a break here on the mail run, come back on the other side and try and find out who's been backing what at the tab.